Hello, Stacey. Hello, Mum. How are you? Well, I'm all right. I'm glad that bloody giraffe's had that baby. Ba 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 ba! At last. And like I said, it's a little boy. Did you see it being born? Yeah. I had to go to work. There was a hoof out. And I thought, oh, it's going to take a while. <laughs> Somebody told me today that giraffes don't have any vocal cords. Is this true, do you think? Oh, we don't know. I'm, we need to find that out for later. We'll, we'll find that one out. All right, and so this is a Rough Giraffe podcast. Is it episode seven? We're on episode seven. I can't believe it. Let's get going. All right, then. Deep from the jungle of the African Congo To the concrete jungle of the garden bungalow You'll find two ladies full of nonsense and laughs Making a podcast called Rough Giraffe So what have you got to tell me? I'm still going to talk to you about April. They've set a competition to name the new baby. Right. And I wanted to know your thoughts. What would you name the well, new baby giraffe? I think I would call her Saturday. Saturday? Well, that's the day she was born on. Yeah. Maybe call her Easter. Yeah? Are those boy names? Oh, no, I forgot about it. It's a boy. Do you think it's going to be called Jeffrey? No. Do you remember the competition they had to name that lifeboat? Oh, is it going to be called Giraffe McGiraffe Face? That's what I'm hoping. Ah, somebody's <laughs> going to have a go at that, aren't they? I bet loads of people are going to choose Giraffe McGiraffe Face. I've seen a baby. It looks all very cute. But I was in there the other night just saying goodnight. And there's still like 90,000 people looking online the same time as me. Well, there's lots of people who tune in for the weigh-in, so they can see how much the babies weigh. I didn't know this happened. So when do they have the weigh-in? Oh, I don't know what time they do it, but... I tell you what, they're milking this, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Anything they can think of to carry this on. Oh, completely. What are we going to talk about that's really exciting, apart from April? Would you like to hear some listeners' feedback? Oh, have we had some feedback? Yeah. Is it going to make me cry? Uh, no. Okay, yeah, we'll have that then. I'd like to give a shout-out to Peter Jones. Is Peter Jones your stalker friend? No. Oh, not that I know of. Hello, Peter Jones. Uh, who loves you, Mum. Yeah, you've got taste. He especially liked the cheese maggot. Can he get me any cheese maggots? Peter, how are you off in the cheese maggot department, my love? I wouldn't put it past him. Oh, is he that sort of boy? Yeah, he's very tall as well, Mum. Is he taller than my four foot nine? Yeah, i tell you how tall he is. Imagine playing pool and you have to literally bend your body right in half to get down, down to the table. Not like me having to stand on a stool? No. Now that's tall. Do you think he has to bend over when he gets on the bus? Oh, yes. Oh, that's tall. On a train? Maybe not on a train. On a tube, definitely. Oh, that's tall. It's tall. I'd like to mention my mate Lauren, who in the inter- in the interests of me pestering her to listen to the podcast, has actually, bless her, listened to all the all six episodes so far. 
Yeah. And uh, she's going to do some jingles for us. Oh, is she? Yes, she is. She's going to do some jingles for when you're away in America. Okay. And uh, let's hope, because I think uh, she's going to do jingles in the death metal mode. (laughs) I think that's what she said. So, uh, Lauren, I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. And a little mention to Opal, her dog, who's gorgeous. You know your mate Sarah? <sighs> I love you, Sarah. You're like one of my own now. She sent a picture of something else that has been done with Cadbury's cream eggs. Mm, oh, my God. It's a drink. Oh, it's okay. That's all right. I can deal with a drink. Cadbury's cream egg mojitos. Ooh, has she sent us the recipe? No, there's a picture. Do you want me to send you the picture? You send me the picture because so far this doesn't sound too bad. Chocolate, alcohol, mint. Yeah, I can go with that. Uh, you might, you might not be so keen when you've seen it. Right then, so enough shouting out. Yeah, I'm going to do for a change. I guess who's not coming to dinner? Ooh. Guess who isn't coming to dinner? I'm going to do you guess who's not coming to dinner, but I do have a rather unusual obituary to read you as well. But oh, you're mixing I, it up. First of all, I'm mixing it up a bit, but here is this week's guess who's not coming to dinner. This was written by Cintra Wilson in 2004 uh, about this person. Okay. His countenance is fishy and bizarre. He has dark, verminous little eyes, a smirky little mouth full of nicotine-varnished teeth, and that British complexion that evokes a poached worm. Even in his early films, he has eye bags and looks like he's put on a face that was at the very bottom of the laundry basket. His body, when it isn't a little overindulged around the abdomen, is scrawny. He has never, in any role, looked particularly masculine. The characters he plays are generally weak, immoral murderous, slimy or insane. Yet to gaze upon him in almost any role is to feel a drooly adoration. He is irresistible. Wow. Wow. Now, if you know that is, that actually does make some sense. But I thought it was just a good comment. It was actually in his obituary. Right, okay. So, um, this is another obituary that I found that I thought was was rather nice. Okay. This is Pat Stocks. Yeah. Age 94. Okay. Passed away peacefully at her home in bed July the 1st. It's believed a death was caused from her carrying her oxygen tank up the long flight of stairs to her bedroom and it made her heart give out. Uh-huh. She's left behind a hell of a lot of stuff to her daughter and sons who have no idea what to do with it. So, if you're looking for two extremely large TVs from the 90s, a large ceramic stalk, an elephant umbrella cane stand couple of toaster ovens slightly used or even a 2001 Oldsmobile with a spoiler she loved putting the pedal to the metal 
and about a thousand tools that we're not sure what they're used for, you should wait the appropriate amount of time and get in touch. Uh, tomorrow would be fine. <laughs> so that's just a bit of this. It's rather a good obituary. So if you can look up Pat Stock's obituary, it's worth a read. Okay. She's quite, she's quite a lovely lady by the sound of it. Sounds it, yeah. It's time for... Uh, rough Giraffe. I was looking at uh, the stats for our podcast and saw that we've had listeners not just in the UK and America, but worldwide. <gasps> How have we got worldwide? I don't How know. Wide? How wide have we gone? Well, that's for you to guess. <gasps> Oh, I see. I want you to try and guess some of the countries and then I'll give you some fun facts about those countries. Okay. Well, America. Yeah, we've done, yeah, no facts about America. No, okay. So let's think. Anybody from Spain? No. Is it anybody from Europe? Yeah. All right, okay. Think of Eurovision. Oh. Azerbaijan. <laughs> Not quite. Latvia. No. Malta. No. Ireland. No. Israel. No. Poland. No. Now you're just highlighting who isn't listening to us. Romania. No. Close. Monaco. No. Albania. No. Russia. No. Right, so I've guessed about 20 countries in Europe that are not listening to us. So you better give me a clue now. Okay. Give give me a fact. And you have to guess which country it is. So... Okay. This country has two official capital cities. Luxembourg. No, it has a cultural capital and a summer capital. Oh. Do you want to hear another fact about this country? Yes. It is the least religious country in the world, with only 14% of the population claiming any religious beliefs. Holland? No. Sweden? No. Finland? Am I anywhere near close? No. It has the highest number of meteorite craters per land area in the world. Macedonia? No. Greece? No. Italy? Shall I tell you what letter it starts with? No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just tell me now. It's Estonia. Oh, no, we'd have gone a long way down for the Estonia. Okay, Esto- we've got somebody in Estonia listening. Yeah. Who's listening in Estonia? I don't know, but if they are listening to this episode, get in touch with us. Say hi. We've also got somebody listening in Chile. Oh, Chile, do they speak Spanish in Chile? Uh, do they speak Spanish oh. or Portuguese? Oh, I don't know, because I'd say hola, but I don't know. Should I tell you a fact about Chile? Yes. They have the world's biggest swimming pool. Is it called the Atlantic Ocean? <laughs> no. So they're the world's biggest swimming pool, but also they have the driest desert on Earth. And what's the desert called? It's Atacama Desert. Atacama. It's the driest place on earth. And the biggest swimming pool is 20 acres. Is that in the desert? It doesn't say. Okay. Because if it was in the desert, that desert wouldn't be the driest place, would it? No, no. Not if it had a swimming pool. Just saying. Oh, so you set a little competition last week, didn't you? I did set a competition. I sent a competition the week before. 
with the soup. Yes. And uh, Mandy won. Yeah. Uh, and she sent us some photographs. Little in there, so excited to get some food in the house. <laughs> you could tell. Oh, bless him. He didn't know how to warm it up. He put it on the radiator. Oh, yeah, I know, love. But she's up north. They don't know this sort of thing. <laughs> so, Mandy, enjoy the soup, love. So, did you get some apple-related products? I did get some apple-related product, and we got a winner. I don't know, because I don't know the answer. Shall I give you the an- the guesses? Okay, so what guesses did you have? So, so you asked listeners to guess which cider you were drinking. That's right. And Squeaky. Squeaky, hello, Squeaky. Uh, she, she had one guess this week. Okay. Uh, she guessed Dutchy. Dutchy, okay, and anybody else? Then we had uh, Hayley Kinson. Yes. And Jodie. Right. Who is... Uh, you know related to both of us but i don't know if you allow her to enter such competitions i'm not going to allow her to enter because she'll be doing a podcast with me next week they both guessed henry weston okay and anybody else no that's it so henry weston is the answer but i would expect my other daughter to know what cider i drink <laughs> so I can't really let her have that. However, who who won with it? Haley Kinson. Haley, you are a winner. You've just won yourself a lovely uh a lovely pack of apple flavoured what are they? Valley muesli bars. Oh nice. So that was me uh that was my apple-related product. It's apple and muesli and some shit in a bar. So you'll love that. I'm sending you the whole box. I'm not going to eat them. They probably taste like bloody cardboard. So if you actually want this as a prize, obviously it will be signed by Belle the Lovely Dog, which is worth it on its own. Uh, if you just direct message us, I think, DM us. Yeah. Uh, uh, at, where is it? At Rough Giraffe Pod. You know where to go. And uh, we'll put it in the post for you. Yeah. Uh, there is a thing now that we've actually got, I think, 200 downloads. Yeah, we're over 200. Now, you know what I said? You're getting the merch. You're getting the mug. I'm getting the merch. I'm getting the merch. I'm, I'm going to get a couple of merches. Mm. so that Harlow and Collie can enter a competition yeah because they're holding out for the mug yeah uh so I'm going to order some merch for the next week or two it might be a coaster yeah to put your mug on you might have to work up to a mug you might have to collect small amounts of merch and when you've got when you've won like a coaster and a key ring then you can enter for the mug and you can swap it if you if you win three times you can send your three prizes back and swap that up for a mug oh my this is like (laughs) when we used to save up the ring pulls or the lolly sticks to win to get prizes yeah when we was poor you mean yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> spent all our money on fizzy drinks to, so we can get the ring pulls and save up for a yo-yo oh, those was the days can i tell you something interesting yes please okay someone at work told me that cockroaches can live without their heads for a week right so i went and did a bit of uh looking up yeah 
and uh, they do in fact live for just over a week without their heads yeah but um it's not they don't they've got brains but their brains don't control all their functions they're in their thorax that's all the organs and everything that they need to survive yeah uh the cockroach will last for a week because it dies of thirst because it can't drink without its head right okay so that's the reason it lasts for a week is because all its essential bits are are in its body that's interesting isn't it because remember last week the moth that didn't have a mouth that could only live a week yes and that's a cut-off point for insects. So uh, we're uh, we're doing another. So I had a look, and it said that uh, there's a team in Shanghai, yeah, and a team in Texas uh, in the universities that are creating mind-controlled cockroaches. Right. So what they're doing is they're attaching little electrodes to the cockroaches yeah uh, and they've got electrodes attached to the student's brain and using thought they can control the cockroaches oh they can make them walk left or right forward backwards stop right do cockroaches walk backwards that's freaky well i don't know but i was just explaining okay sorry what a mind-controlled cockroach might do. In theory. In theory. So they, they want to use them, which I thought was a bit bizarre. They want to use them to explore disaster zones. <laughs> okay. But I don't quite know, unless it was a big cockroach. So are they going to get people out of demolished buildings? I don't know. They're going to have cameras on their back. Oh, yeah, you see, that would possibly be a good idea, wouldn't it? They'd have a little camera. And then someone would control them. Would it be cock cam or roach cam? I hope it's roach cam, because I think cock cam is some site (laughs) on the internet that we shouldn't be Googling. Okay. I think the other one sounds better, though. (laughs) Now, there was a film, wasn't there, a James Cameron film called Avatar? Yes. Where we could mind control other animals in that film. Yes. So that's happened then. They're going to do it. They're now planning so that they can control several cockroaches at the same time. So that's going to be like a cockroach army. I can see where it's leading. It's amazing though. It is amazing. But scary. Do you know what? That's what I thought when I read it. I thought it's quite amazing but a little bit scary because it starts with a cockroach... That's it. It doesn't end with a cockroach. And ends with people. You can you can have an electrode put in at any time. How would you know? You know when you're in the hospital in the theatre doing an operation? You could be sticking an electrode in. They wouldn't know. If anyone's listening, I do not implant electrodes into patients while they're asleep. To mind control? No, we don't do any of that. Would it, would it cock cam? <laughs> I am a urologist, so cock cam, yes, but... <laughs> anyway, let's do poll of the week. You may not find the question interesting, but we're gonna save the answers anyway. Now it's time for poll of the week. <laughs> so last week's poll of the week was from Carla and Holly. 
Hello, Carla and Holly. Did you just get their names right? I did. I've been practising. Oh, well, they've changed their names now. What, to Harlow and Collie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's easier. <laughs> so they asked Kipper if he preferred Galaxy or Cadbury. And we asked the nation or the world now what um, they thought Kipper would prefer. So I suppose we should get Kipper in. Hello, Kipper. Hey, Kips. How you doing? So we need to know whether Kipper liked... Galaxy or Cadbury. Okay. Although, uh, I did have a message from John. Hello, John. Hello, John. He says, obviously, Kipper would prefer Kit Kat. <laughs> oh, no. I've never heard a cat groan, but there it is on record. And he also tells us that cat wee glows in the dark. Does it? So he says... Oh, I hope not. Otherwise, my garden is going to be like an 80s neon disco. It's going to look like the Northern Lights. Oh, God. Talking of wee, can I tell you something? You can. Owen, you know my husband, Owen. I know him. He's um, now started collecting his own urine. Is it for his compost heap? It is for his compost heap, thank God. He's not drinking. It. Uh, I wouldn't put that past him. No, so he now has two litre bottles in the upstairs and downstairs loo and is peeing into them to put on the compost. Okay, you've right, Owen, you've got to dilute it down half and half and you can only do it for a week or so at a time and then you have to stop for two or three, I don't mean stop weeing, just stop weeding bottles for two or three weeks. <laughs> I, I don't think he will. Do you think he's just liking the idea of weeing a bottle now? Oh, he loves it. He came out of the toilet yesterday and was with a big grin on his face like and said I don't have to flush the toilet anymore this is so economical okay so now I'm hoping we've shamed him into doing something else with that wee I worry that it, he's going to keep weeing in the bottles then it will just pile up for those three weeks rest if anybody's wondering it heats the ammonia in the heats the compost heap up and it makes the compost rot down quicker uh, but you don't keep doing it. We'll have a fire. No one wants Bernie Wee. Nobody wants to smell burning Wee. While we're on about urine, yes, you'll produce forty-five thousand liters of it in your lifetime. Oh my God! I don't think my compost heap is big enough. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have told you that, should I? I'm so glad Owen's only got a few years left. What of? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking of moving to somewhere without compost uh? yeah let's say i was okay <laughs> so what was kipper's favorite okay kipper tell the nation and the world whether you prefer cadbury or galaxy chocolate oh so galaxy it is then well so what did everybody else say? So we had 27 votes. Wow. And we had the majority voted for Cadbury. So there you go. They all thought Kipper would prefer Cadbury. Obviously not. So we've had our first voicemail question for Kipper. Isn't that exciting? It's from Peter Jones, the very tall man. And I'll play it for you now. Kipper, what does a mouse's head taste like? A very interesting question, Kipper. What does a mouse head taste like? 
And Kipper, before your head got wonky and uh, you couldn't climb, you were a really prolific hunter. <coughs> yeah, you used to bring back rabbits. <coughs> whole rabbits and just eat them. You never really brought any presents back for us. You used to catch your food and eat it. <coughs> I've seen you eat a rabbit head. Which do you prefer, mouse head or rabbit head? <coughs> Ugh, I don't want to know about the eyeballs. Ugh. Okay, I'm regretting asking you this question now. <laughs> okay, so there you go, Peter. Mouse head tastes a bit like whiskers, salmon and jelly and a little bit like Felix and a little bit like Felix rabbit and gravy with a hint of cheese and beef dreamy. I hope that makes sense to you. Thank you, Kipper. We'll speak to you next week. Bye, Kipper. So I've got a few bits to tell you before we go. Yeah, go for it. These are are some other things that John's sent to me. Yeah. Uh, Right, do you know what the scientific word for picking your nose is? It'll be rhino something, I'm sure, but I don't know what it is. It's rhinotelexomania. Rhinotelexomania. Uh, that's going to be the word of the day for tomorrow. We'll all we'll all be saying it. All the kids will be saying it in the playground. Rhino telexomania. Ah, it's a good word. All right. Uh, and the medical term for burping. Okay. That's erectation. Erectation. It almost sounds like a burp when you say it. <laughs> it sounds like an eruption. Eruption. Erectation. Yeah, it's a good word. I like that one. We like good words. We do. I learnt a new word this week. What was your new word? Nerdle. Oh, nerdle. Is that like a baby nerd? No. Oh, okay. Hang on, I don't know what this means. So, can you give me a clue? It is not a medical word, is it? It's not a medical word. Okay. It's something used in manufacturing. A nerdle. Is it for... N-U-R-D-L-E-S. Oh, nerdles. Oh, now you've spelt it out. That makes all the difference. (laughs) Nerdles. N-U-R-D, nerd. Is it something to do with food? No. Is it something to do with pottery? No. So there's tiny little pellets of plastic that are melted down and put into uh, to shape plastic products so little tiny pellets of plastic they're called nerdles and then they uh, get you know little little nerdles are getting washed out from the factories into the sea and accumulating there this is terrible now why now you've told me this well, it is terrible. These animals are eating it. They're eating nerdles. This would be like me opening the fridge every day and there's just polystyrene in it. Yeah, yeah, col- colourful polystyrene that looked like tomatoes and carrots and celery and donuts. Ah, oh, well, now you see you're making a mick out of me, but... No, that it looks like food. That's why they eat it. They think it's food. So I'm saying... Oh, it does look like food. I thought you were saying that the stuff in my fridge remarkably looks like food. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the fish think it's food because it looks like little bits of you know coral or you know just little bits of food so they they eat it all up and then it's all stuck in them well that's very interesting you might be interested to know that i've um i've done me back in pulling the uh, cross trainer out the bedroom oh no another sports injury i know this is the trouble i'm safer not doing it <laughs> 
Stop will be rough giraffe. Head lice change colour to merge in with the colour hair they're hiding in. Uh, I bet everybody listening just started scratching their head. I did. Oh, I didn't scratch my head, but I did scratch. Okay, where have you where have you got lice? <laughs> Different type of lice. <laughs> I frequent some strange places. So, have you got any uh, little news of the week? I do. I have found something in the Reading Chronicle. In your local. Yeah, our neck of the woods. The headline is, Owl moved on after blocking Bracknell Road. So, an owl was moved on by police after being found sitting in the middle of a road in Berkshire. Did anybody ask him what he was doing there? Well, officers on the night shift dealt with the bird after it was found in the middle of the road. Uh, They said the owl, owl was responsive and uninjured and they just coerced it to the side of the road and went about his business and that is <laughs> that is the news there's a great picture that goes with it i'll put it on the twitter page of the owl in the middle of the road and the <laughs> policeman's down shining a torch in its face like it's like drunk or something and <laughs> perhaps it was just feeling a bit woozy too it, too woozy. I'm feeling a bit too woozy. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it looks like the the policeman looks like he's asking the owl to do the alphabet backwards or walk in a straight line. In walking a straight line, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Have you had a drink tonight? Oh, where am I? My name's Colin. <laughs> Can I see your license? It's it's in me other. It's in under me other wing. It's in me other feathers. I've got it in my jacket at home. <laughs> in my smoking jacket. <laughs> uh, do you think? Do you think owls wouldn't have a smoking jacket? They'd have a waistcoat, wouldn't they? They'd have a hoodie. Oh, a hoodie. Okay then. And on that note, <laughs> I, I think we should leave. Okay. Well, I'm gone then. Are you going to start that music? I'll start the music. All right, then, and I'll sing us out. <laughs> I'll give you a call next week. All right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. It's the end of the Ooh. podcast. It is very sad. But tune in again and it won't be so bad. Wait a second. I know what you're thinking. We haven't done poll of the week. Well, I've left it to the end hoping Mum won't have listened this far because we're going to have a secret poll this week. It's Mum's birthday coming up soon and I'd like you listeners to vote on what rough giraffe related product we should buy her. So, your choices will be cheese maggots, a bath full of peanuts, vaginal lipstick glue or a huge supply of florida spring vegetable soup as always on twitter i'll use our hashtag poll of the week at rough giraffe pod and you can vote through the week and we will surprise mum next week with the answers bye with mum in the bungalow and stacy at home send us your stories on your smartphone and then everybody will feel so alone The Rough Giraffe Podcast The Rough Giraffe Podcast